Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. This is Christy. And this is Chuck. And this is the Robinette's Nest. Last week was Father's Day. A little bit more lighthearted. This week, we get a little bit darker. <laughs> We're going to talk, as Chuck laughs. Laughs. We're going to talk about the smiley face killer. The smiley face killers. So, since 1997, and possibly before, decades before, hundreds of college-aged men have died as the result of undetermined or what they are classifying as accidental drownings all across the U.S., typically by a college, most of the time by a college. Usually, you're right. So the kids are usually college age. They are typically, the profile for them are men, college-aged men, right? bright, athletic, good-looking. Like okay. there, There's a profile with it. So local police departments tend to close these cases very, very soon after finding the body. Okay. And it is such a falsity that the so-called drownings are drownings because of all of the autopsies that have come back on them. So let's talk about a couple that are a bit more specific, shall we? I guess. So, Oxygen put out a show a couple years ago. On cable. And it was the smiley face killer. And it has a couple detectives, retired detectives, that have been looking at these cases for a long time and trying to get justice and reopening the cases. And one of the cases is Todd um, Geb. They kept calling it Geb. I don't know if it's Geb or what have you. G-I-E-B, I believe. We'll just call him Todd. Okay. So he had gone missing after what they were calling an orchard party. So when you're up north or in western part of the state and you're around woods, the kids tend to find farms, have bonfires, get drunk. Uh, and nothing else to do in Michigan, nothing else to do. And that's what had happened with Todd is he had gone to one of these keg parties in an orchard outside of Casnovia, which is by Muskegon, I believe Mm -hmm. on the other, on the West side of the state of Michigan. Spent the evening. There was about 50 or so people at the party. Um, there a fight broke out about one in the morning after that, he made some phone calls to his friends said he was leaving he was never seen alive again it would be weeks like um, almost a month and he was found in a nearby lake it's 21 days authorities wondered if he had been so drunk that he fell into the water and drowned however his body was found with his head above water right and his shoulder above water and he'd been missing for 21 days. There was no water in his lungs. No. So if you know anything about autopsies, drownings. You swell up. It's, it's, you'd be a mess. You Decompose, be especially in the summer in Michigan. 
So drownings, you would have water in your lungs. And there wasn't any. What also didn't happen was there wasn't much decomposition and there wasn't any slime or algae or bugs. Bugs inside of them, right. So it didn't make any sense that that he fell into the water. Plus, right. it was a ways away. Yep. He was intoxicated. The opposite direction of his house. And it was thorny, like right. the woods were thorny. So you couldn't really walk through without having scratches or scars on your body. There were none on his body when it was found. He was 23 years old. He was a good kid. He enjoyed sports. He wasn't a problem at all. Nobody kind of had it out for him at all. So witnesses say he went, I guess, south. I, I'm not sure what the direction is. Walking towards his house. And I guess they had uh, bloodhounds or the dogs picked up a scent and it stopped at the end of a road highway. I think it was 35 or 37, which wasn't very far from his house, but they lost a scent there and he been missing for 21 days. And over 1500 people searched for Todd after he disappeared, including the lake because the, it was summertime. So people were on the lake in their boats. And the Mm -hmm. night before that, Todd's body was found in the lake. Somebody had been fishing the shoreline of that entire lake that day and never saw anything. So he was found standing upright in the lake. Standing upright, which is creepy as heck. Fully clothed. To anybody that has a brain, I guess, you realize that there's no way that he could have been in that water since the night he disappeared for 21 days. So now the question is, what happened to him? Was he abducted? What, 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 well, what happened? happened? And where was he for at least, you know, a couple days? Yeah. A few days, a couple of weeks. So there is a group of murderers that is believed and it's called the smiley face killer, smiley face gang. Way, why they think that he is affiliated with regards to this killing gang is because on the tree near his body in the lake was a ominous smiley face um, that was painted on the tree. And not long after his burial, someone had put a smiley face sticker yeah, like a sticker or a button, something like a or other, button but it was on a smiley grave. face on the gravestone itself. So it's the graffiti of it is typically near the where the bodies are found. And so there is a theory that there's so many theories. Let me start it off with that. There's so many different theories as to if it is a group of truck drivers if it is a group of law enforcement officers, if it is a group of um, people who work at the colleges, like it's it's almost an underground right. Is killing it is story. it one person? Is it a group of people? Is it like you said an underground kind of thing on the black web, or you know, who knows? We don't know. That's what they believe. So that these detectives came and took several of these cases. And and because there's hundreds of them and are trying to reopen these cases for the prosecutors to determine it as a homicide rather than this accidental. Accidental. They said he was, yeah, this Todd was an accident, ruled it as an accidental drowning. Because there's several of them that were 
tagged on camera where they were walking and some of them were unsteadily walking and some of them weren't. Some of them had marks on their neck. They were strangled. Right. None of them drowned. Correct. None of them have drowned. But that's always been the, this is the stamp that we're going to put on the medical examiner report is what that is. And then you wonder why, but that's not for us to say. One case that we personally worked on was Brian Schaefer. And Brian Schaefer went missing in Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Out of a bar, went went to a bar with friends. He was handsome. He was in medical school. He was going to leave that weekend for a trip with his girlfriend and propose marriage to her. He was planning a future. Right. He was super excited. He was stressed about exams and such. Right. I guess he went to, he went to Ohio State, correct? Correct. He was, he was stressed. His mom had just passed away and he, that was like his best friend. He was super obviously grieving her death. He ended up going to this bar. There was a band that was playing right, and disappeared, never to be seen again. Now, for again, those of you who do not know, my wife, Christy here is a psychic medium an author but we actually she and i were we even married then i don't even think we were married regardless we went down there by a was a private investigator wanted us down wanted you down there to try to help find him and work with this case so we drove down to i'll flip it a okay bit. so they originally hired me to help with the julie popovich case right also and, in columbus and I ended up drawing them a map. We were packing up right. the car to go down. We were going to go down and look for her. And they found her body, unfortunately. Right. That afternoon. So they said, okay, well, we'd like you to, you know, we're like to keep you in the loop and we'd like to bring you in on this other case, which was Brian's case. And Brian, so we, we went with the, the investigator, the private mm-hmm. investigator, and we went to the location, which was, it was like tuna something? Uh, something about frogs or something. I don't know. Some amphibian, the bar itself. We did go there. It could have been. We went there with the investigator. And they said that it was kind of an open, it was different floors to it. But they had. Ugly Tuna Saloon. Ugly Tuna. There we go. Yeah. Great name. But anyway, good for business. So they had cameras there, and it showed him at the bar itself. Yes. And he walked, I guess, to the back or to go to a back stairwell or something, and they lost him. They never saw him again. On the, the only phone. way out was that escalator. There right. Was a, a big, tall escalator to get up into it, and there was an elevator as well. And he just disappeared. Right. No, no, never saw him leaving again. on the surveillance. Just disappeared. And so people were just so confused so it was march 31st it was spring break that week and he was out celebrating with friends he was exhausted he had pulled all-nighters with cramming for the exams and he was tired but he his friends convinced him to go out anyway so and do this bar hopping thing and they realized that he was gone so 
they had he had separated from them somehow. Everybody was trying to call him, and 2 a.m. came, and everyone was waiting for him, and he never showed up. So they tried to call him all weekend, tried to. He missed the flight that he was scheduled to go on that Monday, and then he was reported missing to Columbus police. Police searched at the bar where he was seen. Um, it is a high crime area. Mm-hmm. It, it is, which is why there were security cameras. The footage showed Schaefer and his friends going up the escalator. It's a very eerie video. At 1.15 a.m., Schaefer was seen outside the bar around 1.55 a.m. talking to two women, said goodbye, then moved off camera in the direction of the bar, and he disappeared. Gone. Yeah, gone. So, you know, they were like, well, did he change his clothes and put on a hat? Did he... And why would you do that at 2 in the morning? Did he disappear? There was theories that he was so sad about his mom that he had a plane ticket and he just take off, took off. Um, there were so many crazy theories that the police still to this day have discounted. They did, you know, the police dogs were brought out. They looked in dumpsters and waste containers and they, he loved Pearl Jam. Even I think Pearl Jam came out and, said, hey, you know, we're looking. Do you remember that? Like, Mm -hmm. they even put this thing out. Mm -hmm. Um, They looked in every direction. They looked at the possibility of foul play. But it is thought that he was one of the ones connected with Smiley Face Killer and that his body has never been recovered. Right. And Why? Why has his body never been recovered? Is it that he's still alive? Or is it that he, they just hit his body really well and they couldn't find him? So we ended up doing a search. We yep. had a really kind of a creepy search. Yeah, it was kind of odd. And we went. And of course, this wasn't the first search we've gone looking for dead bodies. So we, I, I wasn't sure if I was connecting to brian at all because for a while i really i couldn't so i kept saying he might be alive doesn't mean he's not in trouble doesn't right. mean he flew off to mexico and he's living yeah on a, beach, know, on a beach playing jimmy buffett <laughs> it doesn't mean that but um i there was two spots i wanted them to take me to a quarry gravel yeah a gravel pit and i wanted them to take that was filled me, with water right and I wanted them to take me to this secluded place off the freeway, not far from where the bar was. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to search the property. And it, it was not a metro park, but it was it was owned by the metro park. I don't know if you remember that. No. So they were like, we don't care to go with you. So it's okay. So Chuck and I went for a walk pretty deep. Yeah into this area and found very um what would you say how would you say it uh items that looked satanic and ritual in the woods Mm -hmm. so there were uh clothing there were bags of clothing 
Uh, we didn't know if maybe there was a homeless person that was living there. There was uh, a couple ropes hanging by the tree as if they hung people. There were some um, food items that were hidden. Like there was some really creepy things. So, and there was a, a small lake that was there as well. Mm-hmm. And I wanted them to search the small. I mean, it was a, it was almost like the size of a pond lake. It right. wasn't very big. And they refused. Right. They weren't going to do it. And logically, we really kind of thought, and I, I had a strong feeling that he was there, but. And why had, why wouldn't he have floated? I felt like he was pinned Because down. he was pinned down or had, you know, tied to a rock like the uh, cement overshoes or whatever they call it, you know, overcoat, you know, shoes. I don't know if, and if that was even true, but. We almost had them convinced to give us a a canine mm-hmm. that a cadaver dog that was a water cadaver dog. Right. And then they backed out of that and they, they really wouldn't do anything. So I met, met with his father. At right. The time. We went to his house and his there, father was not very cooperative. And from what I remember, he wasn't necessarily a nice gentleman, but I, I understand that. No. You know, his wife had passed away, his son's missing. So I kind of get that, yeah. but it was still kind of odd. Unfortunately, like a, a couple of years after. Oddly enough. After Brian's passing, Randy was killed in his yard. Yep. Uh, by a tree. Tree fell down on his dad and killed him. So. Which is strange too, but yeah. And the odd thing is his obituary ran. And one of the signatures was to dad, love Brian, signed the U.S. Virgin Islands. So it was, you know, there had been so many suggestions that Brian had just left Columbus, Ohio for another life. And maybe he did. I don't believe that that's what happened at all. I really don't. I think it's a cover up. I think it's someone that knows the family or knew him that has left these breadcrumbs. So if the smiley face killer, killers, or this group, whatever it is, this cult, whatever it could be, we don't know. So they could be covering for each other. They could all be in contact. They could all, you know, I, who knows? I believe that they are. I believe that they have been, they're connected with the dark web, with the underground web. I believe that there is a, um, a cult leader. I, I believe that he possibly is somebody that is connected to law enforcement head or is entranced by law enforcement, mm-hmm. you know, who, who kind of knows what kind of like a wannabe what to do. Exactly. officer. Yeah. And I've talked about this in my book called forevermore. Right. And it goes back to even cases that were in the 1800s that were very, very similar to these. So I think that this person is an intelligent person that studied past criminology, who studied, like, I think he's like working, you know, in the real world, in right. a smart real world, who knows computer science, who knows criminology, who knows psychology. I think he's a smart person. So they do these things either for kicks or there could be a reason behind it. Maybe it's just to outsmart the police. 
is, I mean, there's so many different theories that it could well, be. Well, I think that most of the people, they're holding hostage. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know if they're doing, like, psychological experiments on them. You know, if it's, like, something along the lines of that. But I, I think that in this person's mind or in this cult's mind, there's a reason behind it. It's not just to kill for the thrill of it. Right. They feel like they're doing it to help mankind of some sort. Or yeah, it's to help very, somebody. very strange. And so it's, it's a very, it's in every town. Yeah. It's, you got to be careful. And I think that, you know, men aren't, they tell women all the time, don't yeah, walk watch alone. You. Yeah. You know, don't, don't walk home, you know, without somebody don't do this, you know, and we know that, but so they don't think Say that with guys, with especially men. an athletic, right. Person, College is, student, you know, but that's exactly what they're going after. Are these that you wouldn't think would be a victim. Right. So I was always really cautious about our son. Right. You know, because when he, he went to Michigan the state. Profile. Right. And I was always, always so nervous concerned. I really was. I was mm -hmm. very nervous about it. And I didn't talk about this case. Even in Forevermore, I never worded it to be the smiley face killer that I was right. communicating about. Because I was so concerned that my, our son would be a target of some sort, right. you know, with regards to it. And, um, yeah. So it's, I mean, there's so many. We could, we could bore you with so many of these different cases but the sad thing is there's 300 plus families right that have zero closure on right this. no answers decades of killings you know this this tad from michigan yeah 21 days and find him in the water obviously he was not well well for that matter killed or accidentally drowned or fell in the lake you know for 21 days so and something happened to him he was being either held against right. his will who knows but and, uh, and many of these it's like he was planted there many of these and, and exactly many of these are sleepy quiet towns in mm -hmm. midwest most of them are midwest dakota james lucas homan william hurley brian Wellsian. Tommy Booth, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of these quiet towns in Pennsylvania. And I mean, there is some on the East Coast as well, but they're always by water. They're always by a water mark. Right. So there's, you know, Massachusetts and Philadelphia and Pennsylvania and Chicago and Michigan and Wisconsin and Minnesota and, you know, but mainly that's the stretch of it. And one day, I think that they'll figure it out. Then you've also got to wonder, okay, why are they, the police or the authorities so quick to say, okay, something's accidental, or why don't they look more into it? Is it because they don't have the manpower, or maybe because they know what's actually behind it? I don't know. It's, it's very... And they're afraid to touch it? Well, I don't know. We've dealt with law enforcement detectives before to right. in different cases. I will say that so many of them are overwhelmed with so many. However, 
many of these cases are small sleepy towns and the police don't have they've they've never had a killing like this before right even where this town is from casanova or whatever it is in michigan i've never heard of the town yeah and i've lived in michigan my entire life so then it goes to the state police and the state police doesn't have time right to deal with any of this so i think that's done purposeful as well yeah i'm not i'm not blaming the the police but you gotta wonder you know in the back of your mind why don't they look more into it? I guess maybe maybe they can't. They just can't. Like you said, they're overwhelmed or they're not used to. Yeah. I, I think that they, I I don't want to sound like I'm suspicious of the police. Like no. They're part of the smiley face No, killers. they're not whatsoever. I'm not saying that. Although some could be, but no, not at all. You don't want to. Exactly. No. So it, it is just a really sad case. The other thing I wanted to just briefly touch on that has nothing to do with the smiley face killer either is be very, very wary because there is this, this new cult that they're calling it. And I know this is going to sound silly after I say this and they are playing violin outside of different grocery stores and asking for money it is they are not really playing the violin they have a recording they are they most of them have the same sign uh saying they've got three kids they need money for rent most all of them you're going to notice has a van and there is another thing that's going on right now that's saying that this is part of a cult and um i can't remember what they're calling it it's like the last one or something like that. Like they're actually calling it. We recently ironically, had yes, we were in Milford, Michigan at the Kroger's and I walked out and heard violent. I thought Chrissy was playing the radio and why is she <laughs> playing the radio so loud with a violin playing? And then I realized I looked over and there was a man on the curb playing a violin into an amplifier yep. loudly. And you got to wonder what the heck is going on here. So, yeah, I mean, that's actually out there. I mean, I'm saying the guy was, well, I don't know. He could have been more than likely something's, the whole thing was kind of odd. Well, what they're saying is, I don't want to be starting rumors, right? (laughs) What I've heard is that they play this loud music and they have a van. Right. And they're using it for sex trading. People are distracted by the music. They're distracted by the loud. And you're not hearing a woman being abducted or a child being abducted. And the other thing that they're finding is on windshields of women that you'll see either an S, a check mark on your windshield. Be very cautious because there's these sex traffickers that are looking for these women. A check mark means they're good to go, and S means they're by themselves, they're single. Wow. And that they will go around to different parking lots seeing those check marks hmm. and waiting by these cars for it. It's a really, really creepy world, you guys. It so is very sinister. It can very well be. Yeah. So that's that's part of our our dark. The the it, Robinettes get dark. I guess it is dark. Wow. So, yeah. I didn't even know some of the stuff. So, so we will, we will talk more about this at another time. 
But I hope that you guys enjoy kind of our true crime. True crime. Robinette's nest. Looking for bodies with Christy Robinette. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you have a great week. My name's Christy. And I am Chuck. I believe in you. Peace. Adios. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.